Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I I was born on the South Side. I was raised on the South Side. Everybody stick together like we in the land. Cause it ain't no side like the South Side. On the South Side. South Side. South Side. From WBEZ Chicago and Comedy Central, this is South Side Stories. I'm Bashir Salahuddin. And I'm Diallo Riddle. We're not taking any guff today. Not from you guys. We're the creators of the TV show South Side, and on this podcast, we're taking you to the streets to give you stories from real people about real places on Chicago South Side. Now, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Because we're taking a trip out of the South Side? Well, that too. But that's not until later on. Michael Jordan said yes. <laughs> no. Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, Steve Kerr, Luke Longley? No, 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 and no. Dickie Simpkins. BJ Armstrong. Okay. That's what we were going to do. No, no 90s Bulls, but I do appreciate the Dickie Simpkins reference. That's what? a deep cut right Thank there. Thank you, bro. Of course, it. man. You, you, you thoughtful, homie. Oh, come on. Uh, but for real, this episode will be different because we're going to turn the spotlight on an issue that's been plaguing in Chicago for years, particularly communities of color. Oh, your deep dish pizza. Absolutely. It's yeah. a really, no, I'm kidding. It's, no, not that one. Not that one. It's, it's unhealthy. Yeah, it's unhealthy. It's not good for you. No. Oh, wait. So it's not deep dish pizza. No, so no, no. This Keep e- guessing. How's, how's this episode different? Keep guessing. Keep guessing. I want to see um, if you can get it. All right. Uh, gosh, the Viagra Triangle. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah, also that, that wrong. Has no, I'm kidding. The, that's not. No. That's not it either? No. One more. One more guess. You know what? I think it, 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 it must be... Um, it must be the rooms at the Drake Hotel. No. You're talking about Ditka's Steakhouse. No. Parking tickets. Parking tickets. We're talking about parking tickets today. How does that work? Oh, well, you know, that was actually my name. Well, you know, it is. It's really plaguing some neighborhoods. I should guess that sooner. You know what? Never doubt yourself. Always say the first thing that comes to mind. Your first answer mind. was going to be parking tickets, yeah, wasn't it? exactly. But we kind of get into that in the show. Sir, I'm on trial because I got profiled at Lollapalooza. Then, after they ran a background check, they found a warrant. Oh, the outstanding parking tickets guy. Oh, gosh, you know, I thought this was after lunch. You can get a ticket for damn near anything at any moment. Expired license plate stickers, no city sticker on your windshield, parking too close to the curb, hitting some dude just driving away. Too far from the curb. Too far from the curb, parking in a tow zone, uh, snow zone, school zone, being the getaway car for a bank robbery, anything. They just have no respect. Unforgiving. You know, it's just too many zones to keep up with. And then on top of it, you got the folks who keep getting ticketed again and again and again. You sound like you might have had a personal experience dealing with ticketing. Let's just say that uh, the money I spent on parking tickets in Chicago would fund, (laughs) you know, just so many important youth programs. I I feel like there was a time at which every time I left the house and parked anywhere, Mm -hmm. I would get a ticket. Yeah. And like, this is like in my 20s, like, you know, $65 is kind of make or break. I feel like parking tickets is a secret weapon that cities use to Oh, they've done studies about it. Like, certain municipalities will actually weaponize parking tickets and then parking tickets can get you sent to jail, and so that's that's ridiculous. It's 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 you know it's insane. so bad actually. They even have uh, bankruptcy ads on the radio, and it's really about parking ticket debt. Chicago parking tickets. If you can't pay, they'll boot your car and suspend your license. But wow, that ad was really eye opening. Dude, I, I I wish I hadn't heard it. 
Yeah, right? Uh, and so since our partners at WBEZ, a.k.a. The Biz, know a thing or two about covering all Does types anybody of- at WBEZ call it The Biz? <laughs> I don't think so. I do. Then why wouldn't it be bees? But our partners at WBEZ, you know, they know a thing about covering all types of Chicago issues. And we thought, well, maybe there's someone there who might know a thing or two about this. And man, did we find That's somebody. That's right. Get ready to meet WBEZ's data editor, Elliot Ramos. For over a year and a half, he and reporter Melissa Sanchez at ProPublica, Illinois, have been investigating this very topic. Like investigating in all caps. They've put out dozens of stories on this and can break it down by neighborhood, how often and how much people get hit for tickets. Mm. And uh, can you guess which communities get targeted the most? I'm going to say wealthy white ones. Close. So close, you've done your reading. But no, it's yeah. actually black and brown. What? Yeah, no way. Shocking. Damn it. Uh, no, people on the Gold Coast, they take the bus. I knew it was a trick question. Yeah. Anyway, um, all the recognition of Elliot and Melissa's work has gotten, uh, has been overwhelming. Uh, but the best one uh, might be that they got a shout out from uh, Cardi B on Instagram. I'm not making this up. Bucket list. Listen, forget the Pulitzer Prize. If you're a journalist, you know your work has crossed over if Cardi B or Kim K is sharing it. Or if Michael Keaton is playing you in a movie. <laughs> that too. Listen, we wanted to see just how bad ticketing in Chicago is, so Elliot agreed to give us a little walking tour through one of the most ticketed neighborhoods on the South Side. And joining Elliot is our hard news correspondent extraordinaire, Kelly Howard. Uh, you know, she met up with Elliot uh, in South Shore, 75th and Yates. She's the Edward R. Murrow of our little podcast, I would say. Hey, what up? It's your girl, Kelly Howard, and I am here with WBEZ journalist Elliot Ramos. He wants to talk to us a little bit about ticketing in this specific area. Am I correct? Yeah. How's it going? I'm good. So tell me what is so significant about this specific area of Chicago? This area is one of the most ticketed parts of the city and it's also one of the most indebted areas in the city in terms of ticket that's that's owed to the city of Chicago. What do you mean by that? They owe tens of millions of dollars in outstanding tickets. Just the people that live in this area? Yes. Wow, that's a lot of money. Do you think that'll ever get paid? Is that something no. realistic to expect? No, most of them never, never get paid. If you go far back enough, the ticket that, that's on the books, it goes as like dismissed because the reason for dismissal is deceased. So we, we just keep, keep those on the, on the books for a while. Maybe I should put this out on the airwaves, but uh, when I got married, because my name changed and my ID number changed and everything changed, a lot of the tickets that I had are like no longer there. They don't even show up. Kelly, you're right. You should not have put that on the air. <laughs> and now they know. And so I guess I'm lucky. No, we have no statute of limitations here uh, in Illinois. See? <laughs> I've had people come back and tell me that they went after them for tickets from like 1993. So I just got to stay married, I guess, huh? <laughs> Long and ha- happy life. <laughs> Long happy life. Like, why are you with me? Because I have parking tickets. <laughs> Man, I want to walk around and try to see if we can we can spot some some boots or some tickets. My money is on. We would find something within ten minutes. That's my money. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Let's walk and see. So tell me a little bit more about like your findings so far we would start looking at the the density of some areas and there's not especially in like say Inglewood there's uh not nearly as many people living there but we're noticing that ticketing in those neighborhoods were sometimes 10 times higher uh per household than they were in some north side neighborhoods we're getting lucky we're not finding any yeah 
Well, it's lucky for people. Uh, I want to check down there, or I'm just looking at. Oh, they run through here on a rampage and give you tickets. How many tickets would you say you've gotten in this area? Four. Four. Four of them in, in three months. Four in three months. Yeah, they got me a 905 on my block for the the street cleaning. 905. I got. They hit me a 905. Truck hadn't even been through. They hit me. I was coming out. They had already got me. You oh, know. for the 9 a.m. Yeah, for the 9 a.m. But 905, they was on me. So how often do they come through here and ticket people? Twice, three times a week, two, three times a week, they gonna run this land. The really? boots and the tickets. I think one of the things that's happening now that the reporting is coming out is that they no longer have the deniability to say that it's having this kind of disparate effect. If it's having a disparate impact, you have to sort of assess the system as a whole. I think now there's a broader conversation, like how do we raise money? And a lot of people don't even think about this, but it, a lot of it's also coming from the fact that the federal money is not coming in anymore to cities. And now that it's not going there, this is what we're doing to try to pay for our, our budget. So we have to adult as a city, and yeah. we don't know how to freaking do it. <laughs> no. That's that is the best thing. That's the best. That is the best, most succinct thing on tax policies. There's three tickets on this one. There's that's crazy, and I wonder how long this car has been sitting here. It's under layers of leaves, and you can actually yeah, uh, two of the tickets are now matted together, and I don't think I could get one. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to peel it back. It, it, it's been raining a lot, so... This is the date? I can't even open it. It's, it's going to disintegrate. Are the plates registered? Are they Almost everybody that we talked to just on the street said that they had an issue with it. It, was, we, it wasn't it was like a, a reach. People were like, oh yeah, they come here this many times during the day. I even had like an 11-year-old kid tell me that too, which is insane because being that age, I don't. that's not something I paid attention to as a kid, and that's something that that kid paid attention to is how often the tow trucks were on his block. Right. I guess that has to be pretty often for him to recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. And the saddest thing that that kid told me is like, why are you going to help us? Was the, I'm like, that is not something that I would think an 11-year-old kid is, is thinking about and saying and then asking for help on a policy issue. Right. The idea of, are you going to help us? Like, that's like him saying, save my, <laughs> save my block. Uh. That's sad. Everybody has something to say on it, though. And especially people, if they do own a car in the city, um, in some of these neighborhoods, it's, there's the feeling that you're being targeted. And it's just, it's a lot of different bad policies at play, all working at the same time that's creating that, that perception. Thank you so much, Elliot, for like going through this walkthrough with me and talking about all these different ticket issues in these areas. And though we only saw three tickets or six in total if we count both the cars we got a guy that got like eighteen thousand dollars in tickets oh yeah yeah that's gonna talk to us about that um and his case was extreme like he almost lost everything yeah it came very very close to it yeah he can tell you a story I'm, I'm excited to hear it that's our next stop It's so interesting to me that a community that is in some ways besieged by problems from within is also being attacked uh, on the outside too. 
the tickets, and I'm sure there's disproportionate um, incarceration and other things, things we've seen and, and know exist. Uh, but it just makes me feel like that's a really, you know, a strong community that, that can take that much beating. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's really what it is. Like, to come from a job where you don't make enough money to come home and see even more bills you can't pay. Yeah. And then to have pay. to, it's, it's, and then it they accrue interest. And, you know, it came out uh, just, you know, about the time that we, uh, we started recording this that mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein was out of his jail cell for up to eight hours a day because he could afford to pay for a special room in the Manhattan uh, jail. Where you can you can pay to see your attorneys, and he literally ate up as many hours in attorney fees, and that's really expensive. Eight hours a day, attorney fees like only the rich could ever afford that. An hour probably, probably way more yeah. than that, given the charges against him. Correct. And so it just kind of goes towards the uh, the financial discrimination. You saying America between... has two systems: one for the rich and one for everybody I'm going else. out there. I'm going out on that limb. I you think know, as we said on another podcast, look, here, here's, there's nothing more expensive than being broke. Poor. Which is, I think, the ultimate goal of our show and everything we talk about, guys, is just please get rich. That's the secret. Is there another path for y'all other than get wealthy? Can you think of anything else people can do? No. All right, guys. Well, good luck, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I hope you all make it. We'll uh, be back. Terrible. We'll be right back. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. And we're black. I think it says, and we're back. That's not what my copy says. Who wrote this? Guys, not cool. We're about to take a little trip out of the South Side. No! No, it's true. It's no, that's right. Happen. Now, although our show and this podcast is about the South Side, we could not forget the one and only West Side, where my mother's from. Love the West Side. Went to high school there. Shout out to Lil Rel, the shout comedian. Shout out to Lil Rel, from, from the West Side. Uh, you know, shout out to Whitney Young High School. Best damn high school in the city. And, uh, you know, the West Side is one of a kind from Crucial Conflict. Smoking on Hay. It was a great song. Yep. Great song. Twista to MacArthur's Banana Pudding, which I don't even know what that is. It sounds delicious, though. It's a place... <laughs> On the west side that sells banana pudding, I guess it's called <laughs> MacArthur's. Um, I would you also know, I love say, it when people talk about like, oh, I love my city. Like if you were talking about Atlanta, I know, like, right? Oh, I love my city, the the MLK Center and Walter Shoes and Big Mama's Biscuits. And you're like, Who the hell is what's Big, Mama? Big Mama's Biscuits? And it's like, oh, come on, are you really from Atlanta? You, you really Mama? from Atlanta? Like you don't know Big Mama's. Somebody's own personal experience yeah. always works its way into like the the, the yeah. staples. Well, I think one thing, the reason I'm excited uh, about this is because one thing I always say and that we always say is like. You know, we're from the South Side, born and raised. Uh, we don't think that any side of Chicago no. is better. Shout out to the Loop than any other side of Chicago. I think it's all great people. Certainly, my experience, which is a Black Chicago experience, extends to the South Side, even parts of the North Side. So, really excited, Wrigleyville. To really excited to explore some at? other stuff, man. Let's no, do it. Where are you at? You know, I but, will say you know, that the West Side has given the world so very much. They, they really have. And Kelly and the crew traveled to hear the story of Rodney Shelton, uh, who found himself with eighteen thousand dollars. That's Three zeros, you guys. Eighteen thousand dollars in parking ticket debt, and and basically he was forced into bankruptcy. For and that time. name sounds like it's straight from a Hollywood writer room for black from nineteen seventy. <laughs> exactly. This is Rodney Shelton. Hey, what's up? Hey, y'all? what's up, Jack? Hey, <laughs> hang loose, cuz. <laughs> Sorry, Rodney. I'm sure you're far more uh, different than that. Anyway, it's so messed up. Uh, but what's even worse is how common a situation like Rodney's is in the city of Chicago. In his case, however, they picked the wrong person to ticket. They did. 
uh, because Rodney is not about to take that L. You know, nope. dude has taken to on be the clear before. the letter L. Yeah, we got to be he, clear. He will, he will gladly take an elevated train. Train. He's yeah. on one right now. <laughs> Rodney will take that L. Yeah, it's radio, guys. You're guys, not looking at what we're. You got to be careful with this. This is the problem with the medium. It's really hard. Sometimes things are L train. The Spanish things are homonyms. Yes, homonyms. Homonyms. Um, but listen, right. <laughs> Do they know who? Hold on. They should, this shouldn't I think WBZ is going to pull the plug. They're going to be like, they don't speak like this. Guys, we had some African American <laughs> gentlemen on the microphone today. <laughs> Listen, I mean, we, we tried diversity. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> but you know what they tried? No, they, they did tried, try. Man. Listen. Um, hey, we messed it up for everybody, man. Focus, dude. I'm going to focus because focus. the next part, unfortunately, <laughs> is very unfortunate. Uh, Rodney is a firefighter who grew up. He works on the west side, west side, west side of the city, and and he was part of a federal discrimination lawsuit that forced the fire department to hire over 100 black firefighters who passed the entrance exam, but for whatever reason were still not hired at the time. And they took the test in 1995. Finally got hired in 2012. So Rodney knows how to play the long game. Yeah. Now he's uh, says he's studying up on constitutional law right now to go find his parking. Of tickets. course he is. He's a firefighter by day, Aaron Brockovich by night. On top of his side hustles, my man has been an Uber driver. You know, He's <laughs> trying to buy a charter bus. That's good. Uh, he's even studying to get his own private pilot's license. Firefighting might become his side hustle. You very well could be. Kelly and the crew met up with Rodney uh, in West Garfield Park. Famous Which place. is not close at all to where the Obamas live. Technically he's in Chicago, so it's technically... Probably 35 minutes. Oh, come on, man. You, you told me that 10 minutes before Sorry. we went to air. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Set me up. we're not going to look up the miles. Uh, we just know that it's a very long train and bus ride away. But a very short plane ride away. Yeah, six minutes. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Kelly Howard, and we are back um, standing here on Pulaski and Adams with Rodney Shelton to discuss these $18,000 worth of tickets he's been dealing with for the last few years. And just a heads up, we're standing here in an open lot, and you may hear helicopters, uh, motorcycles, firecrackers, those not gunshots, I already asked. You might hear this stuff, because it's lit as hell on the west side. It's so many people outside. Oh, yeah. It's so active. That's Madison. That's like the old 63rd Street out south. Yes. 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 Or what you, the hundreds up on the Michigan. hundred and something Michigan. Yeah, 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 Michigan. So that's, active. That's this, that's this version of that. Okay. This is home for me. Tell us a little bit about what happened with your story. Uh, so basically I had the car that I purchased for my son. I, I actually bought it from my grandmother. Okay. And that was supposed to be a starter vehicle for him. The car was in my name, so I was still re was responsible for everything. Uh, it couldn't pass the admissions. And then eventually found out that it had a crackhead gasket. So for the most part, the car had been sitting here for a while. Then eventually the tags ex expired. Okay, when you can't pass an admission, you can't renew your, renew your registration. Tags, yeah. Right. So. Eventually that expired, and then my city sticker expired. So it wasn't like I couldn't pay. I wasn't allowed to because I needed to get the car fixed. Then one day my son's mother had given me like about 10 tickets. She was like, you got a lot of tickets on the car. So I went over to the administrative hearing office, uh, 95th and Jeffrey. Took them over there, they looked it up, and she was like, you got more than this. Well, I say that was about October. The next time I heard something was from my supervisor, my chief. And he was like, my driver's license was suspended. 
Well, a driver's license, a valid driver's license is a condition of employment. Oh, wow. Right. And then what I found out later through this department memo, it really wasn't intended for me to see. But in 10 days, the exempt ranks were going to meet to decide what they were going to do. So basically, they were going to start the termination process. So you were going to get fired yes, if you, they, didn't, get that, if you if, didn't get your license If back, I didn't get that, that which was... Which, in turn, means dealing with the tickets. And dealing with the tickets. Right. Because I'm looking like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. Okay. So the tickets actually were 9000 but because I didn't show up to the hearing, they the fine doubled and they accessed the fees, which took it up to Did you know about the hearing? Were you aware of it? I was not aware of the hearing. So when I did my research, I found out that they were sending the notices to an address that I was not living at. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're just getting hit from all angles. So I'm getting hit from every angle. I got 77 tickets in 90 days. Wow. In 90 days. In 90 so all days. this happened in a span of three months? In a span of three months. I got 77 tickets. So I want off, and I could tell that they partners, one officer 26 tickets, another officer 22 tickets, another officer 17 tickets. So the 9,000 and then doubled because of the time became 18,000. Mm -hmm. Overall, the payment plans and the bankruptcy, do you know exactly how much you've paid or uh, is going to I, end up paying in the end? I just got my statement back. And I'm, I have a balance of a little under three thousand dollars left. Okay. But it was it was the with the interest and everything, eighteen and some change. So you've paid over fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. What kind of car was this? This was a two thousand Chevy Cavalier. Two thousand a Cavalier? Yeah. Not even an Impala. No. A Cavalier. It, it, was, it was my grandmother's car. Oh man! It was my grandmother's car. So you damn near bought—you've bought that car like seven times. Yeah, yeah. They gotta give me my money back. So do you currently have a lawyer to not, fight the city on this? Not to deal with violating the civil rights. No. 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 no I don't have a lawyer to deal with recouping my eighteen thousand dollars. No. I'm just still working. I'm still doing my own little research okay. and things and trying to get and trying to at least get my money back. Yeah. And you probably, luckily, unknowingly got some type of leniency just because you're a firefighter, right, right. which means if your process was this hard as a city worker, right. <laughs> then somebody so that imagine, is just Joe Smo off the street right. is going through it. I grew up in this neighborhood, and you all probably would have taught the same thing. Somebody come to you, and they hit you, then you knock them out when you get the opportunity. And that's what... The city has done. You done come over here and you done slap me about ten times and think I just supposed to walk away? No. I'm gonna give my leg back. It's like the most Chicago sentence. I'm gonna get my leg back. I'm gonna get my leg back. Um, that is just incredible. You know, I think one of the other things that that story for me really highlights is we always say on our show that there's nothing more expensive than being broke. And I think part of that, when you unpack it, is like, think about if this dude had been born from a more money family, where you might have a cousin who's a lawyer. You might have an uncle or somebody who works for the city. You know what I'm saying? There's a cost to not just being who you are, but also who you don't know. Because so many times, even in my life, if I'm dealing with any kind of municipal issue, or elite, I call friends, I call college friends and say, hey man, you know, you're a lawyer, you're a dentist, you're a doctor. I've been having this thing, what do I do about it? Yeah. And you know, there are people who don't have 
that sounds facetious, but I'm trying to unline a point. There's so many people, particularly in these communities, who don't have, they can't even make those phone calls, much less call a professional attorney and be charged to get these answers. And so they really do have to kind of study it on their own and it's learn terrible. it on their own and hope that they can figure it out. That is an incredible burden. And on that note, guys, that's all the time we have. For, <laughs> you know, we hope you laughed at the episode. <laughs> we hope you laughed at the episode. Again, want to thank Rodney. We want to thank Kelly uh, for their time today. My thanks to Diallo Riddle, who is about to go outside and pay his meter. Dude, gladly. You know? Gladly. They're going to get you. All right, y'all. Uh, see you soon. Got it from David, and it go crazy. Southside Stories is a production of WBEZ Chicago and Comedy Central. I'm Diallo Riddle. And I'm Bashir Salahuddin. The producer is James Edwards, with production support from Bia Medias. The executive producers are Steve Raises and Kevin Dawson. Special thanks to Kellen Parker, Jeremy Westfall, Dara Frank, Michael Blyden, and Brendan Banizek. 